When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. (laughs) Maybe they can win a game. (laughs) But who really knows? The playoffs are here. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are in, Chris. Who would have thought? you believe it? Uh, Three games ago, we were all Jim Mora. Mm -hmm. Three games ago, we we were doing the same thing. Playoffs? Mm -hmm. I just hope they can win a game. Oh, my goodness. And like B. Phil says, Steelers have not won anything yet, but they have a ticket to the dance. Mm -hmm. And a good playoff Monday to you all. January 8th, 2023, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in. The seventh seed, they will play Buffalo, the two seed, Sunday, 1 p.m. in Orchard Park, New York. Not Buffalo. Orchard (laughs) Park, New York. Yes, better feeling, Corey uh, Barber. Thank you uh, for those that did not watch the end of last week, uh, Wednesday or Thursday and Friday. I didn't even do a show Friday. I couldn't. I mean, you know the meme that's like, like dad early in the morning, and you just hear like all of these otherworldly sounds that he's that he's hacking up. That was me, but for seventy two hours straight. No, you had the man flu. Just say, it, Corey. No, I wish I could say it. <laughs> I wish I could. We all say heard that. it, man. I, I, I'm just giving you crap. No, it's funny. Like uh, it's just, it's just crazy, man. This is uh, the last. I mean, for, for you especially, because you've been also battling, battling the crud. But mm-hmm. man, the past 48 hours, really, for for Steelers fans, have been crazy because it was, you know, Saturday it was, you know, hope to beat the Ravens. Well, they they beat the Ravens, and then from that point on, it was watching a whole bunch of NFL football and hoping that something happened along the way that fell into the Steelers favor. I know that like fans were even watching Saturday night, hoping for a tie between the Colts and Texans. And it kind of looked like it might happen. And then, you know, whenever um, Houston missed the extra point, it's kind of like, well, I kind of flew out the window and then Titans Titans came through, man. Titans came through in the clutch, uh, Played the Raven or played the Raven, played the Jaguars hard, uh, ran the ball all over them. King Henry, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Jaguars still had a chance to win that game. Yeah, they did. To me, there were some really questionable, a- aka bad calls by Doug Peterson, especially in the goal to go. It was two yeah. runs in a row. And then yeah. at, on the last drive of the game, I like the shot to Ridley deep. And arguably, Ridley could have had it. Oh, but- he, how, you let, how you let somebody get behind you. Yeah. In that defense, that that's yeah. yeah. Ridley Ridley should have had it, and then two really bad plays by Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah. Look, the Steelers needed one of, I guess, four things to break their way, and they got only one of them. They got the one they needed, and yep. that was the Jaguars' loss to the Titans. Yep. For Mandy Brothers, just sending them sandwiches as a thank <laughs> you, and the Steelers get to go uh up to buffalo mark thank you for the for the wishes i want to make it abundantly clear i'm still not 100 i'm not 
I'm, I, I, I can't say I'm not close, but I can't say I'm worse than I was over the weekend. Over the week, I stayed home, stayed home from Baltimore. I would have been miserable. DK would have been miserable. I would I would have been miserable. Everybody would have been miserable if I went. So we got well, to stay home and do you, all the work. You're coming through better than your internet is. So I'll yeah, I know. It's, I don't get it. I, I mean, I don't know if it's the cold or what. But anyway. Oh, so no. Now we have a playoff game to talk about. Let's go. Now, Buffalo. Okay. Just to tee up what the Bills are and what they've done. The Bills started the season 6-6. Six and six. And a lot of play, a lot of people had questions about this team and about kind of the resolve in Josh Allen. And mainly, I think, yeah, I know, William. It's bad. Uh, huh? I'll have to I'll have to do a reset. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I mean, you you look like uh, you look like the the first TV I ever had in my bedroom, the little thirteen inch, where I was having the rabbit ears try to bring me four channels through. It's also <laughs> what I feel like, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Well, well, let me drop out for a second, and yeah. we'll see if we can correct that. Give me, give me a second here. It's all good, man. All right, yeah. So, just in the meantime, yeah, like, yeah. Listen, I mean, it, it's been. I saw somebody like sound like we're mad. I'm not mad at all. Uh, my son is actually a, a huge Steelers fan, and so he was he was really happy. Um, we we were watching the Jags Titans game yesterday, and uh, he was. Um, my son was like hanging all over my shoulder, just like, are, there, are, are the Titans going to win? Are the Titans going to win? And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. We'll see. And I, I, so I kind of felt, you know, Steeler Nation on, on my shoulder a little bit because, you know, my son had the same uh, anticipation or, 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 you know, hopefulness, I, I should say, and, and, and that the Titans would pull that off. And they did. You know, it was great. It was uh, really great for the, uh, uh, for the Titans, really, to come through, because I mean, anybody who saw the press conference of Mike Vrabel um, before that, uh, before that game, whenever they lost the the previous week, you could tell he was pissed off. He doesn't like it, and they've had a bad season. Uh, I mean, six and eleven. Even with that win, they finished six and eleven. It's not a good year for them. Um, so Corey's back. It's getting back on. Let's give it a run. Yeah. You look better right now, but let, let's see. Let's see if uh, Xfinity comes through or not. Let's run it. All right, so let's tee up the Bills. Yeah. Uh, I tried to do. The Bills started 6-6, six and six, really in the dumps. Like, questions were coming up about Josh Allen and, and whether he's a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. This is a team that I believe had the third highest odds to win the Super Bowl entering the season. And I think more questions came out about Sean McDermott the head coach about whether this was the right guy that was going to take Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and James cook and a great defense and a good offensive line into a Super Bowl run. And, and this was a team that was supposed to kind of run away with the AFC and, and just really couldn't put it together. They have a bye week 13 and they go six and zero to close the, uh, the regular season out or, or I guess 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Five and zero to close the regular season out. So this was a team that had to kind of figure it out and put it together. And they're playing really aside from the Steelers about as good as anybody around the NFL right now. If they're not, if not, they're the best team in the NFL since they're the hottest team right now. I mean, they've won five, they're they've won five in a row. I mean, I mean, let's not, I mean, yeah, the, the, when the bills fell to six and six, I mean, it was, it was, you know, the, the, the sky's falling in, in Orchard Park. I mean, it, it just, it just, that's just the way it was. This was a team 
including myself, I thought the Bills were one of the best teams in football coming into the season. And, um, man, even broadband internet ain't going to do anything. You need fiber. Fiber is the way to go. That's what fiber I got. Fiber is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fiber is the way to go, man. I'm constantly both downloading and uploading at like 600 megabits a second. And I constantly have a single, constantly have a single digit ping. Uh, I, I won't ever go back. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's uh, it, it's a it's a very good football team. They they turned it around. They 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 were in a similar situation with the Steelers. Man, it was it was like it, it's falling. The sky's falling. Everything's going bad. And they they just figured things out two weeks earlier than the Steelers did. And yep. uh, yeah, the Bills have done that. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of the week. I mean, all this week is gonna be talking about the Bills. But I think we'd be remiss to to not go over what the Steelers did in, in Baltimore. That was a uh, Oh, sure. Uh, a heck of a performance uh, for that team, uh, considering the circumstances, not only having to go on the road and beat not just your divisional, your your, your arch rival in your division, um, but also the best team in the AFC, even with, you know, rest and starters, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then also considering the weather, just everything. And mm-hmm. Bar- Barbara already coming through. Najee mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Um, really good chalk talk piece by you, by the way. I really uh, appreciate good. it. Yeah, uh, that was that was like my big. I, I was kind of hoping that the Steelers would have that kind of a game, it, you know, considering the weather, because you kind of knew it wasn't going to be one of those games where Mason Rudolph was going to, you know, take over with like this phenomenal performance. Even though he was still very good, you know, I, again considering the weather and everything. But the, if the Steelers are going to win that game, they were going to have to do it on the ground, and Najee was absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. absolutely the guy, um, that, mm-hmm. that outside of the one big play to Deontay Najee was the reason why that offense moved up and down the field. So yeah, yeah great game for him. Um, yeah, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal performance way to come through in the clutch. Good, good game there for sure. I'd like to speak like volumes about the Steelers beating the Ravens B team here, but I mean, l- let's just put it down to where it needs to go is that they won the game. They took care of the business they had to. Would we wish they have played cleaner? I guess, but also the weather was absolutely horrible in Baltimore. So you can't really look at that game and say, well, no style points, no like feel good component of like, yeah, they beat the doors off of them. None of that. And quite frankly, that really doesn't matter much here. Um, I, I think just the sheer concept of going into Baltimore, taking care of the business. And by the way, Mason Rudolph, 18 to 20, he was hyper efficient. You can't ask yeah. for much better than that. that. Forget weather, the yeah. yards, forget yep. the yards, forget the touchdowns, forget the interception totals. He completed 18 of 20 passes yeah. in a ball game the Steelers had to win in mm-hmm. awful weather conditions. And yeah. then yeah, Najee Harris does the rest and Deontay Johnson takes that touchdown for a lot of yak. Yep. So all all things considered, job done. Job well done by the Steelers. Yep. They did exactly what they had to do, considering yep. the circumstances, and and they found a way to get themselves into the dance. Um, yeah, again, Najee, Najee's the big one from the Ravens game. I mean, the mm-hmm. in even the last three weeks, the way that he's been able to shoulder the load mm-hmm. and has been able to absolutely pun intended carry this team on, on the offensive side, along with what Mason Rudolph is doing. And look, Swan says it here. Najee can win this game for the Steelers. Not going to be the not going to be good weather again. Weather yep. in Buffalo is going to be awful. Yep. Not even just from a snow perspective, but they're talking twenty to thirty mile an hour wind gusts potentially. Yep. So yeah, they're going to have and to run the football well. I, I don't know how many people have been to Orchard Park. That's not exactly a closed stadium. 
No, it's very open. That's a fact. very, very open stadium. So uh, it, it is one of those old school bowls. Not like the cookie cutter, like it's not multi- like the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I don't want anybody to think like I'm talking about like what Three River Stadium used to be or any of those old cookie cutter multi-sport uh, stadiums. But uh, it's just one of those very old school, like just open bowls. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, there's nothing to stop wind there. Mm-hmm. And Orchard Park is in the middle of suburban, you know, northwestern New York. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just kind of, it's when they say 20 to 30 mile an hour gusts, it's going to be exactly that. It's going to be blustery. They're going to feel every bit of that. I went to Syracuse to be a student. I'll be all right. Um, it's better than what Arrowhead would have been. Uh, oh. Projected negative wind chills Saturday yeah. night in Arrowhead. That would have been uh, like the Christmas no. Eve game against the Raiders last year. Yeah, no, hard pass on that. I'll yeah. take some snow and some wind and uh, have my face firmly on my head. Well, the thing is, you'll be in a press box <laughs> eating like, eating wings. There. Oh, yeah, but you have to get there. Well, that's true. You still have to it's... travel, and you still have to park and walk into the – like, it's not like – Even the drive to the stadium. I'm telling you right now, that drive to there. the stadium Sunday morning – well, I know, but, oh, it's going to – Oh, yeah. It's going to suck. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll be yeah. all right. Um, all right, but as for the actual football, um, I, I watched the Bills-Dolphins game last night, obviously. and Me too, yeah. For the Bills, for the Bills a tale of two halves – Josh Allen was terrible in the first half and was Mm -hmm. Joe Montana in the second half. He was unbelievable in the second half and made plays when he needed to. And, of course, Buffalo got the big punt return touchdown, 95 yards. That um, just absolutely – suck it up, Corey. I went to Syracuse. I I dealt with that on the regular. That was Tuesday for me. Come on, William. Come on. Um, The Bills got the big special teams play, obviously, but I thought Josh Allen was was two different quarterbacks, and which leads people to think, hey – what Josh Allen are the Steelers going to get on Sunday? Are they going to get, as Teresa says here, the Bills are flawed, but so is Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a flawed quarterback for as great as he is. Are they going to get the flawed Josh Allen, or are they going to get the all-pro, best arm in the league at times, Josh Allen? Uh, yeah. That's a fair question to ask, and especially Gabe Davis might not play with the PCL strain. Yeah, I'm, but the thing is that you could get both, and it could go anywhere from play to play. And I think that's yeah. the thing with Josh Allen, at least the 2023-24 version of him, is that – and I think, like, last night was a bit of a microcosm of that. Like, sometimes you were like – if you were to just watch one play in a vacuum, you'd be like, that. Or, there's no way that that guy's an all-pro quarterback. And then other plays, you're like, he's the best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. It's just – it can vary from play to play. And so what the Steelers are really going to have to do, and again, I haven't really done a lot of homework. I've, I've, I've been doing my homework a little earlier than normal already just because obviously it's a big game. It's playoffs. It's wild card. You know, this is uh, – Steelers are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a little unfair. I think the Steelers match up, at least in terms of like some things that the Steelers are doing well right now, I think the Steelers actually have a way to win this game. Um, but in terms of Josh Allen and his – volatile play is probably the best way I can put it is that the Steelers need to be able to take advantage of the times where he screws up and, you know, demand, you know, it's kind of bringing, bringing up Minka, uh, you know, Minka says he's going to play. If Minka comes back, that's a huge boost. Demonte Casey will be back. That's a huge boost. Uh, getting your two starting safeties back. Um, yeah, that's, that's well, big. Well, and another big, and perhaps, the biggest is potentially no TJ Watt. 
Uh, yeah. The reports are saying grade two uh, MCL sprain, MCL, yeah. which could keep him out a few weeks. And that includes, of course, this week. So mm-hmm. as of right now, and of course, Mike Tomlin will talk uh, tomorrow, Tuesday on the South Side about TJ Watt and the other injuries and who the Steelers could or might not have on mm-hmm. Sunday. But it's not it's not looking great right now for TJ Watt, at least on the surface. And, you know, Gabriel asked here, will they use the Marvin Leal outside linebacker? Um, Kyron Johnson played a few. No, I think it's mainly going to be Nick Herbig and, and Marcus Golden. Those are going to be the two guys yeah. um, that you're going to have to look for. And, and today, later on DKPittsburghSports.com, you'll hear from Nick Herbig about replacing TJ Watt. And look, I'll just draw this out right now. In it Since 2017, TJ's rookie year, the Steelers are 1-10 without him. So, yeah. look, I know it's it's easy to sit here and say, well, the Bills are beatable because they are. But when you don't have the best player in, in arguably football, a defensive player of the year candidate could be winner of it, perhaps should be winner of it mm-hmm. on the field. That's going to change everything for this defense. Yeah, it can't be overstated that, that TJ's absence, regardless of how strong the Steelers are at outside linebacker or at least or, or just on the edge, uh, there is no replacing TJ Watt. There's just no replacing it. He mm-hmm. should be the defensive player of the year. Um, I don't think that that's much of an argument. Miles Garrett had a phenomenal season. Mark, Micah Parsons had a phenomenal season. But TJ Watt is the defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Um, and you just don't replace that with as promising as Nick Herbig has showed, um, you know, through, through his, you know, limited uh, opportunities. And then Marcus Golden, same thing. He's, he's, played pretty well in the limited opportunities, it's still not going to be TJ level Watt production, not even just in terms of sacks, but what he does in the run game on the edge, what he does in terms of disrupting uh, throwing windows and, and uh, batting balls down just overall his impact. He makes a a gigantic impact on the game that will be missed. The Mm -hmm. best way the Steelers can compensate for that is to keep the bills offense on the sideline. And that is where the Steelers can actually have a chance in this. I'm not, I'm not making my prediction already. It's only Monday. I still have a lot of homework to do on this game. But, you know, the Bills just, you know, from early looking at the, the Bills have given up 4.6 yards per carry this year. Only four teams are worse than that. Mm-hmm. They can that they can be run on. And with the way the Steelers are running the football right now, the Steelers over the past three weeks, have the third best rushing EPA and the second best success rate in the league in terms of running the football. They run the football like that again. They mm-hmm. they stand a chance because they keep their defense fresh. They keep the Bills' offense on the sideline. That's the best way to neutralize Josh Allen is to let him make him not play. Um, they do that. They have a chance. But if they don't find a way to run the football or to be efficient and to eat the clock, they're they're gonna have they're gonna have tough sledding. Pun um, the bill the. Yeah, the Bills are allowing 307 yards of offense. Uh, that's good for ninth in the NFL. So yeah, pretty overall, good defense. Overall good defense, but primarily they are a much better pass defense than rush, run defense. They're, they're allowing 34 touchdowns, which I believe is three fewer than the league lead. So they're right up there. I mean, that defense is right up there. Yep. Now It's a good defense. Oh, absolutely. Now, obviously, no Matt Milano. He's, he's out for the year. So that's mm-hmm. a big one for Buffalo to not have, but this is a really good unit. And, and yeah, as Chris G says here, Bill's defense is no slouch. In fact, I think it's one of the strongest in the league. So they got their work cut out for him to do the Steelers. No TJ Watt. Uh, but uh, as you mentioned, Chris, Demonte KZ is off his suspension. He's back. 
He's back mm-hmm. in the building. He's excited to be back uh, after, of course, serving a three-game suspension as a result of the uh, hit on Michael Pittman in the Colts game in mid-December. And then Mika Fitzpatrick, after missing three games with a knee injury, um, three and a half games, really, with the Colts game, um, is also expected to come back. So they're going to have that fortified safety depth that's going to help them in the back end. Now, how much does Minka play up in the box? Or how much does Eric Rowe come up? Or what does Pat Peterson do? Obviously, to be seen. And, and a lot of it, I think, will be weather-dependent as well. How much is Buffalo going to want to run the, uh, throw the football in that kind of weather? Because James Cook is a pretty good running back, too, now. All of a sudden, he's really come along this year. So, yeah, James really, Cook is good. really fascinating matchup. Just It really is. Yeah. Just just for all these reasons. and and But here's the downside to it, Chris. You mentioned the lines moved. I think it's nine and a half now. It opened at seven and a half. I think it's, well, it's either so, nine or nine and a half now. So I got the email last night. I get all the emails uh, like on, automatically. I'm on like a mailing list for anything that comes up from betonline.ag. Yeah. When I got that last night, it was seven and a half. And then when I looked at ESPN a little bit later, it was nine and a half. Yeah. So, so the lines moved to Buffalo's favor. Yeah. Um. So with but that I'm, being said. Yeah. But with that being said, like the matchups the Steelers could have had in this round of the, in the postseason were the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs. I would argue this is the toughest of the three to get. And, and that's just from a sheer personnel perspective. I, I believe more in Buffalo's defense than I do Miami's or Kansas City's. Kansas City's defense has been a lot better. Honestly, I think it's the only reason that Kansas City is where they are. I could argue with that. Too. I, could, I could deal with that, too. Yeah. I understand that. Kansas City's defense is... Uh, it's actually one of the reasons why, because obviously... When the Dolphins were up last night, you know, we're, we're thinking, you know, we're, we're thinking, okay, they're going to play Saturday night in Kansas City. I know DK is starting it for his reasons. I was starting it because I don't want to watch, you know, Taylor Swift every five seconds. Oh, it's um, not that bad. Come on. Who cares? Uh, I, I don't I care. Wanna, I, I know. I know. I like, I think that's over overstated, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's bad during the regular season. I can only imagine how it's, how it's going to be during the playoffs. Like, it's going to be worse sure. than how often Tony Romo says, Jim. Which, by the way, we should be getting on Sunday. I was going to say, it's going to be playing, Romo, Nance, and Wolfson. They're playing yeah. CBS, so it'll be Romo, yeah. Nance. I forgot. They um, have Lombardi, Lenny. That's a big one. <laughs> Bills have Lombardi, Lenny, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, it's going to be um, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson, the, oh, the CBS. Oh, Jim. Um, but, no, <laughs> but no, when we were talking about that, I was I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, Chiefs, that that that's going to suck because Arrowhead's a really tough place to, to try to win. The Chiefs' defense is better than people think. And then – Regardless of how he's played, Patrick Mahomes, you could just like Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to flirt with that. And the Steelers might not have might not have a choice. I mean, if they get to a certain point in the in the playoffs and have to play them, then you you have to do what you have to do. Um, yeah. But um, dude, did you see this yesterday? Darren says Jake Browning's girl went for some Swift spotlight. No, that wasn't oh Swift spotlight. Gosh. That was a different kind of spotlight. That was. <laughs> That is called putting yourself out there. That's <laughs> Jim says so hilarious. tired of Taylor Swift. Jim, I'm going to speak to you and the rest of the people that might agree with Jim here. <laughs> if you're worried about Taylor Swift, you're worried about the wrong thing. Just let it happen. It's did not see, a big. It really is not a big deal. Trust did me. You, did you see the uh, the her reaction to the joke at the Golden Globes last night? Yes, I've seen all the memes from it. Oh, they're man. wonderful. The memes it's, are the memes are wonderful. So from good. It. Um, here's a good question from Brent. Uh, what kind of rust could KZ have? Uh, was he around at a lot of practice at all? No. Suspension yeah. is suspension. It's like yeah. it's like if you went to school and got suspended from school, you can't show up. You can't be there. So 
no, KZ, in fact, was not at the facility, was not in practice at all over the last few weeks. So this is yeah. DeMonte KZ. He even said it today, which is on the feed right now on DKPittsburghSports.com. He said he got his job back. So he's back to work today. This is DeMonte no. KZ's first day back in the office. Yeah, uh, I would I would expect there to be a little bit of rust. I'm sure he was like standing shape, you know, as much as you can, you know, to a point. Um, but that's still that's still a few weeks off of of not having any you know organized football activity. Um, but the good thing is that Patrick Peterson has played pretty well. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> Peterson has played pretty well. Uh, at, you know, stepping in at the safety position, so. You can be a little flexible with, uh, you know, snap counts and how, you know, how everything's balanced out and how uh, the workload's divvied up and everything like that. So uh, you can still have, um, you don't have to put KZ out there and expect him to have to carry the the, the workload playing center field. So and oh, Demond 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 also puts this puts the other perspective on that at the same time. KZ has fresh legs. So, um, uh, Philip asks, what will it take to keep Eric Rowe? And Miles Jack on the roster. Oh, they're going to be on the roster. Uh, those two guys are going to play. They'll find a way to make, they'll find a way to get him in. In fact, Miles Jack obviously is going to start inside linebacker. Eric Rowe, I'll argue, <clears throat> I'll argue, start Eric Rowe along with Megan Fitzpatrick, and then rotate yeah. Patrick Peterson and Demonte KZ in. I think that's yeah. the best solution for them in the back end because Pat P obviously can go back into the slot at corner. He can mm-hmm. make it can rotate to the slot or at corner. They could do a lot of things. I think it's imperative that Eric Rowe not only plays, I think he should start again. I think no, they shouldn't mess Rowe's with that been formula. Good. Yeah, Rowe's he has. been good. Jack's Cam been Hayward good. Cam Hayward said it. Cam Hayward yeah. said it. How is this guy not on a damn team this year? He's been excellent for them. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a it was a good find uh, for them. Uh, Eric Rowe's been phenomenal. Um yeah, I, I I don't I don't think I don't think there's any way you take a helmet away from him for sure. Uh, next year too, Jim, you know what, Jim? If if this question was about next year for mm-hmm. for Rowan Jack, depends on if Jack still wants to play. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, he was in retirement mode and he was called off the couch. Now, if he still wants to play, then great. Now you could get Row and Jack for cheap, which is the positive. So yeah. we'll see. No, but Philip. I, I, no, Philip. All that is 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 practice squad elevations at this yeah. point. So no yeah. one has to get cut for them. No, because Miles Jack is still technically on the practice squad. So, so every, every yeah, yeah. So every time they've played, they've had to be elevated. And so, you know, you, you always have your inactives, uh, the, you know, for every single game. Um, but yeah, no. And when it comes to like like stuff for next se- next season or what they do during the offseason, um, definitely not trying to sound like mean or anything about this at all. But I, I think until the Steelers are eliminated from the playoffs, I, I think all talk of what the Steelers are going to do in the offseason has got to go out the window. Um, Juan Pablo. Believe, um, <laughs> oh, Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo says Montrevis Air Jordan Adams. Uh, I did talk to Montrevis Adams I was today. Say, he's got to feel terrible. I asked Montrevis Adams about the play, and I yeah. and I and I tried to ask it like gingerly, basically to say no hard feelings with you and TJ. Like, yeah, what kind of happened there? And he just kind of like gave a little smile, like as in like. Hmm, here it is. Um, he didn't want to answer it, obviously. And I told him, like, and I told him, I was like, I, after it, you know, we st- I stopped recording. I'm like, I, there's just things I have to ask, you know, you know this. And he didn't want to talk about it. No hard feelings between him, him and TJ. I don't think anybody within the fan base should be mad at Montrevis Adams for anything. It was a freak thing. It was an accident. He did not mean to collide knees with TJ. 
It just no. is what it is. Things no, happen. It, it's friendly fire. It's a, it's an accident. But you know, you know, the dude's gonna feel terrible about it. Oh yeah, he does. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had I had a lot of good talks with with uh, Montrevious Adams. He was actually just really, really, you know, kind of like peel great peel, guy. Yeah, peel the curtain back a little bit. Um, only talked about like hockey with a few different guys in there. And he was one of the guys that not only I was able to talk hockey with, but he was always asking like how I was doing in the league that I played in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, that that's just freaking hilarious that, you know, I'm like, you know, you're a professional football player with what, where people are interested in your and what you're doing playing. Uh, I just thought that was kind of, kind of funny, but yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just, from talking with him and, and having that rapport with him, I know he's got to feel terrible about it. Cause you know, that's the Steelers best player. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah, so. yeah, no, there's, yeah, and as Steven says here, nobody should be upset with him. I don't think anybody is, yeah. um, and, and nobody really should be. If you're, if you're sitting here upset at Montrevis Adams, like things just happen. It's yeah. not his fault. It's not TJ's fault. It just happens. Yeah, I mean, Demond yeah. here. How can how can you be pissed at him? It is what it is. I mean, that's yeah. true. But I, I, I figured we'd bring it up today. Yeah, just to get it out of the way because like there is a component of well, TJ got hurt from his own teammate if yeah. you want to word it that way and yeah it does happen so um good to bring that up Killebrew's american express saturday Killebrew miles Killebrew has been unbelievable these last three weeks in my opinion mm-hmm. special teams and defense yeah he's, he's done everything playing, for this defense playing a lot better for sure yeah. especially on yeah. the defensive side of the ball you expect him to do certain things on, on special teams he's the captain and he's a pro bowler uh yes he had that one terrible game where he had three special teams penalties uh but you know, I would call that a misnomer based off of what what you know what he's done over the course of his career as a special teamer, special team right. guy. Um, but what he's also done on the defensive side of the ball, that's that's worth worth mentioning for sure. Um, interesting question here from Swan. He says, which he asked was which conditions do you think will be worse, Baltimore last week or Buffalo this week? Uh, I would say probably Baltimore last week, be just because. I think the only thing that's worse than whenever it's cold and you're having to deal with precipitation is whenever that precipitation is like just wet and like the wettest it could possibly be. Because obviously ice, like, yeah, it's slippery. Like you can't drive on it. It sucks. Snow, it's it's like, yes, obviously it's it's water still, but it's it's a different type of wet. It's not a wet that you will immediately become saturated with. Um, You know, it kind of takes time cold rain sucks it's got it's got to be the worst like it's got to be the worst thing to play in i I can't Mm -hmm. imagine especially because it makes the field terrible it makes it hard tough holding on to the football referees probably have a much easier time of keeping and teams have a easier time of keeping balls dry uh if it's an if it's snowing i don't know why all of a sudden it's looking dark i haven't storm time storm time (laughs) uh jay quest i'd wait i don't know you do oh. what you want. I'd wait. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I also don't know if I'd ever spend money to go watch a Super Bowl, quite frankly. I don't think I don't think I would enjoy like all of that pageantry in person. I love the at-home experience of the Super Bowl. Now, yeah. covering it from a reporter's perspective is a dream, which is completely on the opposite side of the spectrum of wanting to go as a fan or not wanting to go as a fan. Mm-hmm. Would I like to cover a Super Bowl as a reporter? Hell yeah. Would I like to go to a Super Bowl as a fan? Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. That is too much. That is too much. I like the at home, get the wings and pizza, hang out with the boys, 
<laughs> and, and just like slog it out. And and sometimes, and more often than not, the two teams that are in the game, you don't really care about per se. So there you go. Well, um, we do know we do know who the matchup would be in in the divisional round if the Steelers were to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would be going to Baltimore again mm-hmm. to play the Ravens' very best. <laughs> right, but we do know the Steelers have a good history against the Ravens' best. Um, by the way, a quick note before we do get out, uh, Joey Porter Jr. Uh, was was talking today about his favorite memory from his dad's playoff runs as a mm. Steeler. I don't know if you saw this yet, Chris. What do you think PZ said, or did you see it? I did not get a chance to. I did not get a chance to watch it yet. I've been trying to keep up with some stuff, but uh, what do you I'll think go watch it, it was? What do you think it was? Hmm. They shot uh, me in Denver. I w- I w- oh yeah yeah. They yeah. shot me in Denver. That's yeah. his favorite moment from his dad. So if you know that one, congrats. If not, do your research. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's how the rest of the week's going to go. Tomorrow, Tuesday, is a Tomlin Tuesday. Yes. Who ride? There you go, Chris yeah. G. Who ride? Yeah. Um, okay. It's the rest of the week is like a regular, regular season week on mm-hmm. the South side. So yep. Tuesday is a Tomlin Tuesday, noon Eastern. It's going to be all over the feed on DKPittsburghSports.com. Wednesday is a practice day. It's quarterback day. So anticipate. At, Mark asks, is there a chance Tomlin goes back to Kenny on Sunday? Don't bet on it. Don't bet on it. If why, they, do, why if they go up? to Kenny, I'll be stunned. <laughs> if they go to Kenny, I'll be stunned. And yeah, J-Quest, JPJ versus Diggs. Get ready. Um, Tomlin Tuesday, quarterback Wednesday, extended day of practice. Mason Rudolph expected to talk. After practice, Thursday's coordinators. So Terrell Austin and Eddie Faulkner at 1145 Eastern Friday, as always a lighter day on the South side, more of a walkthrough kind of practice mm-hmm. um, as it usually is on a Friday travel day, Saturday football on Sunday. So that's how it's going to work on the South side on the feed on DK Chris DK and I are going to do our darn hardest mm-hmm. to get, Anything and everything we can with respect to the Steelers, the Bills, this game, whatever it is, into that feed on DKPittsburghSports.com. Yeah, we're going so right, to, we're going into overdrive here. Yes. Uh, that's just what we're doing. And uh, you might even see playoffs, a note so. for, you might even see a note from Alex or Taylor. That's <laughs> the, or Corey Guy. That is how all hands on deck of a situation this is for us. Yeah. So what you're gonna what I'm gonna ask if you haven't done this yet. If you're on a desktop computer, dkpittsburghsports.com, click on the little Steelers icon at the top and bookmark that page. Or if you want a short link, dkps.net slash Steelers, bookmark that link. That is where our Steelers feed 24-7, 365 is going to be. Consider it your social media platform for Steelers only. Troll-free, just BS-free. It's what you're going to want for this postseason run. It's all the need to know about the need to know about the Steelers and the Bills. You're going to want to bookmark that link. If you have not downloaded our app, DK Pittsburgh Sports, it is 100% free to download, free to use, free to read on the Apple on the uh, Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. So if you haven't done it yet, even if you don't subscribe, which please subscribe because that's where you get members-only benefits, you get the commenting threads, you get the forum and everything. That is where... You could read everything on the app, 100% free, dkps.net slash Steelers. 
DKPittsburghSports.com. I have to put those plugs in because I like getting paid and I like my job. So there you go. I had to do that before we get out of here. Final thought, Chris. Just enjoy the ride. I mean, obviously the Steelers, you know, it's been a while since they've won a playoff game, um, you know, but after after last season and, and the disappointment of last season, not making the playoffs, um, you know, they're back in. And I think even in 2021 when they made it, um, I think that this was, uh, you know, that that was kind of a formality. I think everybody kind of knew the Steelers didn't stand a chance uh, in Kansas City in that game. And then I'd even I'd even go back as far as to say in 2020 with the way that they just collapsed after that 11 and 0 start that there wasn't really much of a chance for them to to even win the wild card game against the Browns, which obviously they didn't. Um, but and even if they were to have won that game, they weren't going any further than that. Um, this does feel a little bit different. This feels, you know, they've got some life. They're playing they're, the The difference is that they're playing hot going in to the playoffs. And that is what you always want to do when, when, when the playoffs begin, you want to be one of the hot teams going in. The Steelers are right now. Um, it's still only three games, so there's still reason to be skeptical, but just enjoy the ride. Try to try to go in, you know, Embrace the optimism, you know, also mm-hmm. kind of know that if they don't win, you know, they, they just, there's, there's reason to feel a little bit better about it for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, th- I would just, you know, encourage you to just enjoy the ride, enjoy the week. And then obviously once the game starts and try to enjoy the game, hopefully the Steelers don't crap the bed for you. <laughs> yeah. If I could give a final thought, I have two, I had just wanted to share like a, like scenes from the locker room today. Number one, with Michigan and Washington playing in the college football playoff national championship, which needs to kick off at seven. Let's, let's cut the eight 30 BS, like the eight forty five nine 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 o'clock BS. Come on. You're not going to put the college national championship when there's a, when there's an Eastern standard time team in the game and you're going to kick it off at 9 PM. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You can't do it. So let's kick this game off at seven is what I'm saying. Um, Mason Cole is a Michigan alum obviously. Mm. And upon his entrance, if you will, into the oh, locker boy. room today, oh, boy, I can imagine Mike Tomlin walks in front of him directly in front of him. And all you hear is big blue, big blue, big blue coming through. And then you see Mason Cole walking in with the Michigan versus everybody hoodie on. And of course, all the reporters go right up to his locker stall and start talking about, Hey man, you're going to watch and everything. And uh, he's like, yeah, we're going to put the bed. We're going to put the kid. You're going to appreciate this, uh, Chris. He's like, yeah, we're going to put the kids to bed by 729. And then <laughs> we're watching this thing. Oh he's like, and then my wife and I, because his wife went to Michigan as well. They met in college. He's like, we're going to watch this thing. So I figured uh, I figured you would laugh at that. And then like the overall, uh, obviously, everybody in the locker room is excited. Right. Yeah. But like, I think what if I could wager a final thought based off of that is. Yeah, you know what, Robbie? That was mainly me. Robbie says, "Yeah, he, he loves he loves us. We appreciate. It. We love you too. He loves DKPS. We love you too." Can't forget a few weeks ago, both of us were telling you all to shut up about Mason. Yes, I was. I stand by every word I said three weeks ago, two weeks ago, four weeks ago, five weeks ago. I stand by every word that I said. I'm allowed to be wrong. 
I was yeah. dead wrong. I was dead wrong. Now, yeah, how, how long this ride lasts, who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to be wrong, but I mean, let's like, listen, there was obviously a reason why Mike Tomlin wasn't just knee jerk going to Mason. There was, I mean, they, they paid Mitch Trubisky to be the backup. And mm-hmm. so that's, they were going to give him a fair shake. And that was going to be more than just, you know, oh, he might play bad for two quarters or three quarters before he just, you know, you know, pulls the plug on that. He was going to get probably at least a game or two, which is exactly what he got. Um, so I, we weren't necessarily wrong at that point. We ended up being wrong in the, in the long run for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're also not going to bat a thousand. I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to bat a thousand because mm. I'm not. Bob, Bob says we haven't been saying Keanu Benton's name much since October. I think that's a good thing. To be honest with yeah. you, I think it's a good thing. I think we're not saying Keanu Benton's name because he's doing really freaking well. He's been, for my money, like, who's rookie of the year for the Steelers? I voted Joey Porter Jr. for the award. Yeah. You could argue Broderick Jones. You could argue Keanu Benton. You could argue Nick Herbig in a way. Like, I think this this draft class has been home run uh, in general. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's that. But, again, from the locker room, like, there's a general buzz, obviously, they're in the postseason. But I think what this week does, if anything, win or lose – is it gives the young guys a taste of what this feels like. You know, these rookies that we we just talked about with Benton and Porter and all them. And then you look at guys like even Kenny, if you want to extend it to Kenny, and if you want to extend this into Connor Hayward in that draft class, and even Pat Fryermuth and Najee Harris to an extent, this mm-hmm. gives them another taste of what it's like to prepare and play postseason football, which is crucial. How many times do we see teams in the NFL? And, and as a prime example, I can think of the Jared Goff Rams where they go on a really ripping hot postseason run and they get to a conference championship or a Super Bowl and then they fizzle out because they've never been there before. They don't have that gusto in them. They don't have that juice in them, so to speak. And then they fade out. This team can build some baseline of experience to get into the postseason and play a postseason game and be Mm -hmm. in that environment and then carry that on to next year and beyond should they get back into the postseason. So I think that's important more than anything. Chris and I have to get out of here. I certainly do. I need to go take some medicine. Um, DK and Ramon, Ramon Foster show in 20 minutes. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. to react to a Tomlin Tuesday. We'll be mm. looking forward to that, certainly. And oh, yeah. uh, as for now, we're going to sign off. Stay tuned again as a reminder to the feed on DKPittsburghSports.com. For sure. And uh, if you missed this show, if you missed half of it, part of it, the whole of it, whatever it is, We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And then, of course, on uh, YouTube on DK Pittsburgh Sports Steelers, uh, right where you found this live. We'll talk to you tomorrow. He's Chris Halleck. I'm Corey Christen. Have a good Monday, everybody. Um, Go Michigan. Go Washington. I don't know. Whatever you prefer. Definitely not Michigan. Maybe enjoy that game tonight. I'm a native of Ohioan, so I can't say go Michigan. Peace out, everybody. Have a good day.